Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. I'm Haley, for anyone who doesn't know my voice by now. I'm Hannah. It's Tuesday. We're drinking. We are drinking. Hope everyone's having a really good week. Haley's actually drinking wine, where I've selected a um, nice green tea beverage. A little under the weather, but feeling good. Hannah's having a tough March. She just can't seem to shake her little kitten cold. (laughs) It's been brutal. It's been brutal. But I'm here. Super excited. I'm really excited that I'm also going to be a little nasal. More nasally, nasally than usual. That's nice. You know, my dream is to have a sexy, raspy voice. I would kill for that. That's different than what I'm working with. Like, I just am congested. Like, I literally sound like I'm plugging my nose. Well, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Do you want to introduce our guest, Hannah? Otherwise, I would absolutely love to introduce our guest. Um, I'm pretty stoked for who we have tonight. We're lucky bitches. We're extremely lucky. This gentleman has a very busy schedule. Um... I would say he's one of our more talented friends. Um, you probably would know him most readily from a Nook commercial back in the day. By Nook, we do mean the Barnes & Noble e-reader. Mm-hmm. By book or by Nook. <laughs> um, yes, he was a studly, studly man in that um, commercial. He was referred to as the talent most of his time on set, which I think is pretty impressive. So we actually have the talent here with us today. Um, We know him as Eric, and I think what we're most excited about with Eric is that he brings a real honest perspective. um, Very honest. I would say he's our most honest friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he's given me a real um, interesting outlook about how I approach life, Um, For a while there, I was really struggling with the hangovers, and Eric, you know, luckily approached it and, you know, was kind of talking to me about it. He's like, well, Hannah, poor diet. And I was like, wow, that is an eye-opener, and thank you so much. And I can't say I've made a ton of adjustments, but still, I mean, that's advice that, you know, I'm going to take to the grave. A lot of guys wouldn't be excited or... They wouldn't tell a girl, like, you eat like shit, and that's probably why you're getting hungover all the time. But our good friend Eric just did it. So that's why we brought you on today, to give us clarity and keep us in check. Yeah. So, Eric, welcome. Well, I'm certainly excited to be here. It's uh, actually my first podcast, which I know um, will be hard to believe after this podcast (laughs) is finished, but it is a real thrill for me to be here. And I think uh, what these two girls are doing is something uh, very exciting, and I think uh, they're very much on to something. Eric, have you, um, you can be honest, have you actually listened to any of this podcast up until now? I have. I was actually one of the first uh, fans of Cocktails and Clarity. I listened to the first one, uh, the the full thing, and if you haven't listened, I absolutely suggest you do. There's, um, you know, some forgettable moments, but the majority of it is certainly going to keep you interested, and, and I think that I've made a reputation for myself of being very honest, so uh, hopefully you'll take me up on that suggestion. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eric. Eric was also one of the only ones that has sent an email to cocktailsandclarity at gmail.com, so we've had two exchanges now, Eric and I, which I really appreciate. Um, and again, you know, I think that you've really showed our listeners that you 
you can be trusted with this honest approach, given that you led with the fact that most of the moments in our first podcast were forgettable. No, but... there were forgettable moments, <laughs> but the majority ah, yes. okay. keep you coming back. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Um, well, I mean, I think before we ease into the main topic, let's just get a little bit comfortable. Eric, as you said, this is your first podcast. We want to make sure that we're really setting you up for success. So I would love to just kick things off with a quick sports ups- update. Um, as you know, from listening to episode one, we've gotten really good feedback that, you know, this is more or less a sports podcast or could be. We definitely appeal to all different, um, types of listeners and sports and men in general are one of our major, uh, groups of listeners. I would say, I'd say men are probably 13% of our listeners. That's, that's fair. That's reasonable. Um, so yes, March Madness, um, Eric, I know you're in the bracket with Haley and I this year. Um, have you checked out the rankings recently? I have actually, and, uh, this wasn't, uh, my best year. It wasn't my worst. I'm, uh, mm. originally from Eugene, Oregon, which is the home of the University of Oregon. So my, uh, my March Madness fun ended on Saturday night when the number one seed was upset by the number two seed, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, buddy healed at a, a field day. Of course, buddy. Classic buddy. So, so totally. I brought that up because I was, I was also going to bring up buddy. Um, <laughs> what I find most interesting in your uh, recap just then is you didn't mention who is currently in the uh, number one slot for the bracket. Yeah, it just seems like it's probably about the uh, third quarter of the game. And we got someone over here celebrating. <laughs> so it might be a little early. Okay, but riddle me this. So I'm right now, in case you all didn't get that hinting, <laughs> Hannah here is number one in the, uh, the uh, bracket. Um, but I was looking at it, and I know the whole possible points thing can bring me down. But listen to this, because right now we have Syracuse in it. Nobody expected Syracuse to be in it. They're ranked number 10. Not, not a single person in our tournament had 10 them. seed for... Uh, for that 13% of people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then we also have Villanova. Um, and so far in our pool, not a single person has Syracuse or Villanova taking it. So so you're saying if, there's a chance. So if those two could win in the uh, semifinals on Saturday, um, I'd have a real chance at winning. Have you decided what you would do with that? Uh, that was so much sports knowledge. Have you decided what you do with that two hundred and eighty dollars sitting in your bank account? Um, one, I'm glad you brought that up. It's actually gonna be one ninety. One ninety. After um, expenses. After <laughs> expenses, I've taken just kind of a processing fee cut myself. Um, yeah, Uncle Sam. I mean, you got all these issues. Exactly, but we're ranking it first, second, and third place. So um, the winnings are gonna be divvied up. But yes, as the winner, I would have one hundred and ninety to take home with me. But who's counting? I am, mostly. <laughs> Once again, Hannah has stayed up all night the night before recording to get all her sports facts in a row. It's why I'm sick. It's why I'm under the weather. I think, really uh, I think lo- locally people are getting excited about the Giants coming back uh, to San Francisco for a famed even year. They uh, host mm. the Dodgers on Thursday for a day game, which is going to have oh, yes. San Francisco talking, I'm sure. I fucking hate the Giants. Oh my god, I cannot oh, go through. Crap. I cannot go through another World Series. Oh, I have given it so much of my time. I was a good sport, you know, no pun intended, for the first two years. Yep. And then at this point, the last one, I oh my gosh, I couldn't even handle it. I was yeah. getting over a UTI, so I just wasn't in the best <laughs> state, yeah. and I could barely put together my two paws to cheer on 
you know, the final. Honestly, the final it sucks because run. like I usually, <laughs> I, I, tend to, <laughs> I tend to, I tend to like root for the overdog usually. Like I always like to root for hmm. the person who's going to win. So I want to support oh, the fair. Giants because they're always going to win. Like I like someone in power. I like someone in, con- in control, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm over it. They've had their time. Yeah. They have had their time. I'm so sick of their colors. I hate all of their fans. We also I'm, live on a wow. busy street. All of their fans. Okay. Eric is offering giant yeah. yeah. as we speak. Okay. I, I thought this was actually going to be recorded and and so like you know uh, visually, so I yeah. wanted to wear a jersey. Eric's not a big podcaster. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, Got my well, haircut for this. I noticed it looks great. I worked from home and shaved. If that's any indication of how excited I was about this, you look fucking fantastic. Thank you, guys. you do. You do. Um, well, thank you. I mean, you know, go Giants. I guess in theory, yeah. and um, yeah, I would love to just kind of um, get going with sort of our main topic that yes. we've um, been putting a lot of thought into, and so um, I think a lot of people. And this, I, I honestly don't even know when this whole concept came. Oh, into I do. Being perfect. I do. Um, well, then in that case, Haley, why don't you introduce it for I've our I've done listeners. a lot of research on this just to make sure we have all our facts straight so we're not, you know, upsetting the listeners. Um, so just a little context, uh, and this is the reason why um, we'll get into why we brought Eric onto our podcast as our guest. Hannah and I, I think for a long time, we have a lot of self-confidence, and we've always thought of ourselves as unique, cool, you know, different than your average Jane. Um, we think we're funny. Rodney didn't hurt our egos by convincing us to start this podcast. Um, And, you know, the rave reviews and the 22 listens we've gotten on every episode really um, makes us feel extra unique. But I've been thinking a lot about the fact that um, we might actually be basic. Mm. And we thought... Why not bring our good friend Eric onto the podcast? Our to, most honest friend. To give us some clarity and help us understand, are we basic bitches or are we actually as legit as we think that we are? So just for a little background, I wanted to understand when basic came um, into fruition as a term. It's actually been around since 2010. Mm. And um, it was introduced through rap music. So 2010 was the first time anyone spoke of a basic bitch. And it came um, in the form of a song by... Creation, oh, a in, fabulous artist in her song um, Gucci Gucci. So, um, if producers, that command respect for yourself. Like, what does? You is know? there any way we can cue that song up? Play it for the listeners. Oh, it's good. That's a good jam. I think I'm going to make that my ring back. Can we still do that? Oh, ring back. <laughs> that is a great topic for another time. So but I can't believe it's been around since, like, 2010. I, I thought know. this was, like, the last two years it became a thing. Well, that's because we're time not... Time flies. <laughs> time, as they say. Time flies when you're having fun. And I don't think we're ratchet enough to really enjoy creation, um, okay, if you will. Fair. But basically, she was the first one to come up with this term. And um, when she got signed, she was interviewed about it, and she said basically that basic bitches like shit that everybody else likes. Her direct quote was, um, basic, basic bitches like those normal brands, and they wear them all the time because that's some basic shit. So that's yeah. how she defined it. <laughs> Can we just talk about how eloquent she is? That she is, is pure poetry That's right a direct there. quote. But I thought, I, that's a direct quote. But then I wanted to look up and get maybe like a more legit definition from more mainstream, not so um, urban, if you will. 
And Wikipedia defines a basic bitch as um, a slang term in American popular culture used to pejoratively describe women, usually white, fair, yeah. who only like mainstream products, trends, or music. And then I was like, okay, I need more information. So Urban Dictionary <laughs> had the best definition. I like they, how you said earlier, like, I just wanted to, like, avoid, like, kind of, like, the urban... <laughs> I went straight I went to, to urban, urban Dictionary. Exactly, but I wasn't... I needed more. I needed to under really understand this topic before we made it our no, podcast. No, I think that's extremely reasonable. Thank you. So, Urban Dictionary defines a basic bitch as someone who is unflinchingly upholding of the status quo and stereotypes of their gender without even realizing it. She engages in typical, unoriginal behaviors, modes of dress, speech, and likes. She is tragically and laughably unaware of her utter lack of specialness and intrigue. It's tough. She believes herself to be She believes herself to be unique, fly, amazing, and a complete catch, when really she is boring, painfully normal, and par. The word par just really hits you. She believes her experiences to be crazy, wild, and different are somehow more special than everything that everybody else is doing, when really almost everyone is doing or has done the exact same thing. She is typical in a dime a dozen. There are many subtypes of basicness, such as the basic ratchet, the basic sorority bitch, the basic groupie bitch, etc. Um, the basic bitch exists in contrast to the bad bitch, the boss bitch, and the dope bitch. Oh, so that is interesting. I had no idea there were so many different tiers. I didn't either. So I never heard of that. So what I understand from reading this is that unless you're a bad bitch, a boss bitch, or a dope bitch, you're a basic bitch. You can so, only be one of four bitches. You're, you're a bitch no matter what. You're only a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, or I guess important. I could also be like a ratchet bitch or something. Is that an option? Either or way, you're a bitch. Basic. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, That's what we've learned. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. So do you guys want to hear about these three types? I feel like that's the logical next step. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, no one knows. Okay. No, but I don't, I didn't know what any of these are. And now I'm pretty sure I'm one of these, which okay. is, which is good. Well, if we can only be one of four. I'd much rather be so far from the titles. One of these other ones. Totally. Okay. I don't even know what ratchet is. So maybe that's good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Please okay. add some clarity. Okay. Clarity. Great Excellent use of, great use of the use title. Of title word. Okay. Bad bitch. Totally mentally gifted and usually also fine as hell. This is a female who knows what she wants and knows exactly how to get it. Female who is always ready for anything physically, emotionally, and also intellectually. Being book smart as well as street smart. She's classy and all about business. Last but certainly not least, one who knows how to take care of her man at home and in the streets and remains loyal to him, in parentheses, her man, herself, and the game at which she plays. <laughs> Okay, that that's certainly what you want. So much more favorable than yeah. the other definition. Eric, certainly. do you think that I am a bad bitch? Well, I I wanted to um, highlight a specific part of this and, and just understand when I can tell by the way you're looking at me that you want me to say yes. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it said that uh, you you take care of your man in the home and in the streets. <laughs> that's an excellent. So if you can just be on. specific. <laughs> About what that means to you in your relationship. Yeah, because the the bedroom, I you know, I'm not sure where we're going with this podcast, but we can all imagine. But the streets, I don't think our listeners know what you mean. Yeah. Um. Well, I you're putting me on the spot right now. I would say taking care of your man in the streets basically means that when a trifling ratchet drug dealer comes up to you and pulls a gun at you in the streets, that you have your man's back and you you know. Pull out your knife. Well, if if that's going to be the definition, maybe we should hear the uh, the other three. <laughs> so, 
so to see if there are any ask, see if there are any fits. Yeah. Do you still feel Unless like Annie, you want to chime Eric, in? But okay, so maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not a bad. I was really going with the totally mentally gifted and usually also fine as hell part. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that pertains to me. Okay. That's what's so, important here. Okay. You're partially bad bitch, but you're you could amp up your street protection. Yes. It doesn't okay. seem like you fit the the protecting yeah. your man in the streets. Okay. We'll okay. ask Rob about that. I think he might have my back on that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Moving on to boss bitch. A girl who plays her cards right and cupcakes with no feelings. They run whoever they want and get whatever they want from any guy they want. They do what they please without no questions because these ladies run shit. That's pretty cool, too. That also sounds strong. Can we just narrow in on what's this cupcake aspect? Cupcaking means, like, you are, like, slutting yourself around town with no feelings. Oh, that's interesting. But not getting attached. Not getting attached. Handling yours. Handling yours. Simpler said. Sure. So sure. would you say you're a boss bitch or no? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Because you, you can't date more than one person. No. Okay. No. Okay. If I sleep with someone, I try to meet their family. Yes. And I don't feel like that's very cupcaking. Yes. I um <laughs> I wish that I could be a boss bitch, but unfortunately, I've been out of the game too long, so never really got the well, chance to cupcake. Well, I think the, uh, the, the bad bitch is certainly a... Uh, favorite of the two yes i think we can 100 yeah. i think we can all agree on that i like the elements you're a of street the, fighter and yeah. you're attractive while you're doing it <laughs> handling yeah, yourself like... in the streets a business-like woman they, you know these are compliments <laughs> yes although i didn't understand the majority of it i, I would no. say there are elements um that would certainly define the both of you respectable <laughs> really yeah mm-hmm. absolutely Eric, thank you. This is, I knew we had you on here for a reason. Which elements did I fit into in Bad Bitch? Um, <clears throat> there was a piece of uh, handling yourself in a business-like manner, I believe, or something to that effect. Um, classy and all about business. Thank you. <laughs> That's fair. That's, we uh, do that, like to network, you and I. That nails it. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, and the last one is Dope Bitch. This one's a good one. This one might actually be pretty good, too. I, I already feel good the about first, being a dope it bitch. It starts with a I great sentence. I hope I'm a dope bitch. A dope bitch is dope. <laughs> Finally, something is straight to the point. I already Period. feel... That's good. Yeah. Done. A, a dope I, bitch I'm is dope. dope. She has it all. The whole package. Looks, talent, smarts, wit, and attitude. She is hated by other bitches, i.e. basic bitches, bad bitches, etc. Because mm. they want what she got. Men fall at her feet that hate themselves for loving her. She's dope because she's addictive, just like dope. She's a trend center and a leader and doesn't fall for shit, including getting played. She'll play you like a fiddle and you'll come running back for more. She will fight, but only for a passionate cause. It doesn't matter if she's a tomboy or a girly girl. She owns her femininity and wears it well. She loves herself and is true to herself. Someone you want to be around. She can be down for a serious convo or a... Ruckus? Racious? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking R-A-U-C-I-O-U-S. at you. R-A-U-C-I-O-U-S. You're the one that wrote that. No, it's a copy-paste. Okay, well, uh, raucous. Raucous party or a quiet walk on the beach. She is adaptable and flexible, but likes her own way. Now, this, to me, as the uh, male perspective, sounds like the kind you want to stay away from, and that is the dreaded friend zone. Is what I think you just described. Oh. This is a girl who has many male friends. <laughs> and oh. this from the, uh, you know, if we're... Uh, if I'm representing the male listener here, I think that the dope bitch is one you might want to steer clear of and focus your time with bad bitches and the other one. 
Boss bitches. Boss bitches. This is hard to, to listen to because I think, that I, think one I most sounds good, resonated with dope bitch. Mostly with the raucous parties. <laughs> because that seemed like we, a term we all but use it, on a It's kind of basis. odd that that is what you gravitated towards and we're not – it was actually a typo. <laughs> so that could, that could easily be totally incorrect. I think that that's a real word. I'm sure it is. I'm sure Urban no, Dictionary could explain no, I'm it not first. saying it's not a real word. I'm not sure that's what the word – what they meant, meant to be. Okay, so if yeah. that's the one thing you're grabbing towards, um, yeah. you can be way off. I Hannah, like, do you think you're hated by all other bitches? I wouldn't say that particularly, <laughs> but I would say that some of the things, you know, really resonate with me. Like, for instance, like, a dope bitch is dope. Like, I think uh, I rest my face. You know what I mean? Like, I feel really... That sentence certainly, yeah, certainly worked for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I definitely feel good about that. Um, I think around the part with, like, you know, I wouldn't say I play men. Wasn't that something? She'll play you like a fiddle and he'll come running back No, it was before that. She's, like, won't let, you know. Men fall at her feet. She won't let someone play them or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that I I don't let men play me. We, We certainly know how I've been put through the ringer. But I will say what I think classifies me as a dope bitch is that I don't let these gentlemen get away with just, you know, ghosting me or slinking away like oh you don't do that yeah I will always call them out which I feel like is kind of dope Hannah it is dope Hannah's number one text to send to a guy is hey I've noticed you've stopped talking to me explain yourself I assume that's in all caps (laughs) um no it's actually in perfect punctuation I'm really into like the right sentence structure and and all of that um how old school yeah no I I think it's pretty strong And and usually it goes I mean I, I always get my message across. Um, I usually will have Haley actually be by my phone because I, I still kind of get a little timid looking at the response. It's like you can't really get the response. Yeah. At which point Haley will look at it. She'll be like, well, it's as we expected. I'm like, okay. Well, at least I got my point across. If you don't mind asking a personal question, how yeah. many times have you written that exact text? Um, let's see. I would say... There might be a couple people listening to this podcast that I could actually That's attest true. to that. Um, I would say... Do we have a call-in number? Concretely, I've been let go more or less three by three gentlemen in that that framework we've actually tried to get one of them on the podcast and he refused yeah <laughs> gentlemen might be a stretch yeah for, that, for that's that. fair <laughs> immature um, boys immature young boys people um we're getting off topic sorry no i, I think that I was, was a great tangent. That no I, I think the first i mean a, a dope bitch is dope yeah, yeah. like yeah. i think that's Three. all i needed yeah. okay so, so now that we we know what we think we would like to be, and we think we have some of them redeeming qualities. Me as a bad bitch, and you as a dope bitch. Yeah. I think we should circle back to the original topic, basic bitches, mm-hmm. and try to figure out if there's anything about us that's basic. Because I don't think that there really is. No, know? because I'm dope, so like I can't imagine. Well, yeah, I, I think an important, an important, important. There, you, know, you read off maybe uh, two or three definitions of what a, a dope bitch is. Some. You know, was more of a Wikipedia example. One was more of a BET example. But one thing I uh, I noticed was a uh, a theme of them all is this person thinks they're unique while actually being very common. So it, it's not about do you just wear J Crew. It's do you wear J Crew and think that's unique? Think that you're oh, doing something that yeah. is separating ourselves. So I think just asking the question of yourself implies. A little bit of it. Oh, this just came full circle in a way I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm so that, glad you're talking because I'm actually speechless. That. that is actually completely how we framed it up, that we think we're unique and different. And then the literal definition of a basic bitch is they think, is that that they're, they're, think they're unique, but they just don't notice that they're doing exactly what everyone else is doing. And everyone else is thinking they're unique doing that one thing. What's interesting, though, is when you were reading it, it's like they think everything they do is really cool. And like, I, I don't think I know that we do really cool things. So <laughs> I'm cool having things. a hard time. I mean, I think a podcast alone is pretty unique. Certainly. Okay. No, I mean, you, you obviously there's going to be a per person, maybe a percentage of this person that is, you know, one of all things. And I, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're obviously due to the definitions given, you're going to be a bitch regardless, yeah. which I think is there's ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. No other option. But, you know, some you know. element of your lifestyle and decisions will have to be basic. And I'm, I'm no... I'm not immune to that. Sure. I don't think anyone is. I think the question is, what percentage are we talking about? So certainly a podcast, unique, yeah, et cetera. But so there's, of course, going to be elements of your life that that are basic. And, and, and I personally define that as something that you're doing that you think no one else is doing, yet it, you're matching everybody else. Got it. So when Hannah thinks she's, like, really sporty, <laughs> is that basic or not basic? It defines. <laughs> Basic, yeah. It's it's um, you know it's it's you think you're unique because you're always wearing leggings, yet you haven't even noticed that it would be unique to just wear normal pants. <laughs> That's basic, right? If you wore we're just wearing jeans in a Starbucks, you'd be unique because everyone is wearing leggings, but everyone is like texting their friends, "OMG, I'm only wearing leggings," and their <laughs> friend is getting that text, thinking, "I'm in leggings, my roommate is in leggings." But we all think that that's something that is, like, special about us. All I'm thinking about right now is, yes, I am in life. <laughs> so, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Here what? I am looking at Haley, very envious that she selected she a put on the bed. today, a real cat. <laughs> okay, so what about the fact that I think I'm unique because I, I'm, like, obsessed with cats and I don't know anybody else who is? So... That is, that's wild that you think that because like, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's really interesting to me because, you know, cat videos are like more, they're like more liked than people vote in elections. I mean, they're unbelievably popular, these videos nationwide. They're, they're almost unanimously liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't know people who don't like cat videos. (laughs) And here you are saying you are unique because you like cats. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. There's that's a reason fair. there are cat cafes in San Francisco, which Haley once dragged me to. I, I, I'm I saw that. It's actually by my house, and I've, I've walked by it, you know, a couple times, and I looked in and just wondered, what on earth are these people doing? But I kind of get it. You know, it's kind of like the sharing economy. You don't want to own a cat. You don't want to have a boyfriend, but you want to be able to have access to guys. You want to be yeah. able to go visit a cat. You want to go rent a car. You don't want to own a car. Tell me more about renting a boyfriend. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I guess that's more like the whole app dating thing though, right? Like it would be that same concept. Of it's like a fear of commitment in general. Dating, but you're not committing to someone. Absolutely. Right? Okay. It's like, uh, it's just Zipcar, but for dating men. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you pay 50 bucks so a year Hinge and for, you know. it's could... just one woman's cat cafe. Yeah. And another woman's like, you know dating pool or get That's, around yeah yeah which is a coincidence that i called it get around but i meant the car sharing yeah yeah shout oh, out to get okay. around shout sure. out to kit t yeah. if you want to sponsor us we're still taking applications oh, yeah, yeah i mean Haley's a huge cat fan so there aren't that many of those so <laughs> I feel this like is a good opportunity a rave review to get a sponsorship 
What about a girl who is, like, really into beer and, like, whiskey and, like, doesn't like wine or vodka, like, and she thinks that makes her, like, unique and, like, one of the dudes? Is that basic or no? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, I don't think that is basic. I think that is, um, that's maybe more of a problem. <laughs> basic doesn't have to be such a bad thing and you know it's not as though whiskey is some terrible thing but i think that this person you're describing might be stretching right mm. they might be being something that they're not which for me personally is far worse than being something that you are and having that thing be something that everyone else is right right sure. so at least at least the person who you know likes cats and thinks that thinks that that is unique at least they do truly like cats, right? The, yes. the, the uniqueness we can get past, they, the, them thinking they're unique and liking cats we can get past. But someone who prefers wine but drinks beer because they think that's cool, that person is actually stepping outside of what they would rather be doing to do something for some sort of image, which I think is a very low low. Ooh. Personally, you know. All right. So on the topic of me. low lows, what about a girl who likes to wear strap-ons during sex and anally penetrate her boyfriend? Uh, Hannah, you can take that one. <laughs> Thank you so much for tagging me in there, Eric. Is that basic um, or is that actually unique and different? Um, Am I still taking this one? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, I would um, go with that sounds to me to be quite unique. At least to the point that, like, you don't hear a lot of people talking about that. Yeah. Right? No, so, so that, at least that person came up with it kind of on their own. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, <clears throat> sorry, Rob. I told our secret, but... Apparently I'm not basic. Oh my god! Just kidding. Anyway. Just kidding. He would die. He would. That, no, that would never happen. We're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> Certainly. Um, great. Well, I mean, I I know Eric because we told you a little bit that this was a topic we wanted to address, um, and I know you kind of have some thoughts around it as well. And I think my big thing right now is just that. There's a lot of attention on like, as a woman, I can be one of four bitches. Like, yeah. does this translate to you know the male like species like how does like is that a thing that's a great that's a great question and and when i was approached um for this podcast Mm -hmm. i started thinking well let me make sure i know the definition of basic my my lingo in this uh, regard is is kind of primitive so i had to educate myself on it and it was primarily you know all the literature i could find i was (laughs) primarily researching it to be a, a woman you know, uh, a term. It's a term to, you know, categorize women. I thought, mm-hmm. great, what we need is one more term to put women down. This is ridiculous, people. Right? Eric, what? you're such a feminist. Well, maybe. So <laughs> So I started think, I started <laughs> So I started thinking women supporting women. I started thinking <clears throat> this, in, this in no way is specific to women. And it uh, you know, I am a, a man, obviously, and so I can pick up on male traits and characteristics, you know, much easier. I find myself primarily socially gathering with men, and I, I you know, know what they're up to and know what they're saying and talking about. Yeah, give us the insight. Well, I'm happy to, uh, yeah. you, know, sh- you know, give the locker room talk. And, uh, you know, a lot of these stereotypes that, you know, women's or, uh, you know, these, you know, these definitions portrayed towards women are very true towards men. Men do all the thing same things, but yet we don't really have this term against us. I prefer to keep it that way, but I don't really see the logic in it. Yeah, there's no point in keeping that w- it that way because we're on cocktails and clarity and we're all about getting the truth out there. Absolutely. 
So what would you call, like, what's up with guys being basic? Like, what's something that a guy can do to be really basic? Wow. Well, I, I, I did, honestly, I, I prepared a quick list. <laughs> it's just some quick, you know, quick hitters and, and, you know, no one take this too specifically. I actually took, you know, did the exercise and went through and I say I'm um, guilty of primarily these, which is, you know, wh- why I wrote them. So I'll just, I'll just go out there and for our, you know, 13% of listeners, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you guys can relate to a handful of Make sure of you these. go slowly enough that they can all sink in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading my own writing here. So if I, uh, if I fumble, it's, it's my own fault. We'll here. forgive you. So it's not exactly like, it's some... like bad handwriting. You typed it out. No, I know it's spelling issues. Oh, okay. it, it tries to do this thing where it corrects my spelling and then it gets way worse. Oh, mm-hmm. kind of like a rockiest party. Yeah, like it's it's. I mean, side rant obviously is you know I I don't know how to spell a word. I misspell it and then it autocorrects into a totally different word. Yeah, I would be better off because I can read my own writing. I know what I was trying to write. That's, <laughs> that's the way I, fair. That's the way I think I spell it. Totally. So for this situation, it actually okay. screws me. So well, some, yeah. some common we'll things I see guys do, and, um, and you guys can probably, you know, uh, relate to a couple of these. Uh, this is in no particular order, but I do think this is the number one thing for a reason. Being a super fan of about 10 teams. Mm, sports. Uh, sports, certainly. This is a sports podcast. Uh, Shout out to the Guys like to talk about getting their MBA a lot. Oh, they love to talk about getting their MBA. They love to drink as much as they can. Every time, <laughs> huge whiskey expert, experts. They act like being vegetarian is offensive or a problem to them individually. They like to take pictures of the gym that they're not even in. They wish their mom a happy Mother's Day on Facebook, and their mom does not have Facebook. They love to quote, they love to quote movies. When in a restaurant, they like to order for the table as though the people they've sat down with either can't read. Or don't know what kind of food they like. <laughs> Certainly big Bob, Bar- Bob Marley fans. They mm-hmm. quote Warren Buffett far too often. They act as though video games are appropriate for people over the age of 12. This is just a quick you know, thing I've noticed. So it's not like guys can't be you know, predictable or think they're unique and, and not be unique. And I'm not saying I don't you know, do all of those things all the time. <laughs> I can picture... One particular individual that I would say checks a lot of those boxes. If you're thinking of someone right now, they're basic. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. They're certainly basic. Yep. I think, it, I mean, it's just nice to see a guy noticing all, like, these common traits in other dudes. Because you don't really think of guys, like, assessing each other like mm-hmm. that. But these are all totally true. Well, I wanted to, to maybe kind of throw this question back to you guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what are the, what are the quick... Um, what are the quick telltale signs when you first meet someone, a male someone, who – how do you quickly detect this person is obviously basic? Um, they either wear button-up J. Crew or Banana Republic woven shirts and and or sports tees. Those are the only two What options. do you mean like a sports tee? Like a tee with a sports team on it. No collar. Right. Exactly. Not a – just a – If you only have those two things in your wardrobe, you're basic. Next question. That one cut to me, right? Pretty quick, yeah. Um, I think just, again, referring to their friends as, you know, bro or, like, my boy. One of my buddies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my buddies and I were. So, so let, me, let me ask you this. That's a creepy voice. I just get it. Is that a problem for you, both of you, individually? 
when you detect this, right, you, you, those are the two telltale, or, or uh, Haley, uh, those were her telltale signs. But when you detect that, it, are these red flags or are you not phased by that and you want to learn more about this person? I think I would not like to want to learn more about that person. But I think if I were to end up dating one of those basic bros, it would probably feel comfortable. Like, like you're coming home, if you will. That's, that sounds like a positive for the guy. So I mean, that's what you want to do, this right? This doesn't, um, like, put me off by any means. Like, I, I other really wouldn't want someone ordering for me at a restaurant, though. Say that again? I really wouldn't want someone ordering for the table. What if they had interrupted their own conversation about getting an MBA to order <laughs> for you, as if you couldn't read or don't know about food? Deal breaker. Yeah. yeah too basic. Like Way too basic. So, so, Anna, so you're on a... Uh, a date or maybe you just met this person casually and you notice that they have a, uh, you know, Boston Celtics shirt under a J crew shirt. <laughs> and you know, they, uh, they're talking about getting their MBA. We got a problem or are you still interested? I mean, is, is basicness, uh, early mm-hmm. detection of basicness, is that a problem for you? Um, so far I would say that those things aren't red flags for me. Um, I would say if they had soft hands, that's always been an issue for me. Um, so, you know, rough hands, maybe that's basic in itself, but. Oh yeah. Are rough, calloused hands basic or non-basic? Well, I think they're earned, honestly. Earned, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's not the kind of thing, like, you can go to J. Crew and buy a shirt. Yeah. Right. You can't You're just show up and have these that. blistered hands. No one would do that to themselves. So I actually. Yeah. Um, don't want to put that I would, in. Yeah. There. So I, to answer your question, I would, I would probably pick up on other things. Um, if I was really into the person, you better believe that I'm going to talk about how I too am a Celtics fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that doesn't seem to be too much of an issue. And while we're at it, why am I not trying to get my MBA? You better believe I am as well. <laughs> you know, like I'll relate to that. If or, this podcast doesn't work out, might as well have a four year backup plan. Yeah. To be like, oh my God, are you a Celtics fan? <laughs> and, um, are you also going to get your MBA in Boston? Like, yeah, absolutely I'll relate to them in okay. a unique way. <laughs> of very, course. <laughs> very unique. Uh, so then, so then uh, this is a question that I actually have spent the last, you know, 18 hours really tirelessly asking myself. Ooh, last 18 hours. That's how long, that's how long ago I got invited. So that's a, another topic. <laughs> But is it how you would defend your woman in the street? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't read that definition of basic actually. So, can a can you like a person of the opposite opposite sex who is basic without being basic yourself, or are couples usually about the same level of basicness? Hmm. Tough question. I think that's an excellent question. I would say that generally they're probably pretty even. From a basic perspective, yeah. right? Because I think that I'm going to really back myself into a hole here. <laughs> no accident. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, it's only natural that like, because I like Starbucks that my counterpart would also want to go with me to Starbucks in the morning to get, you know, our shared grande coffees. Mine's a bente. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think about shared interests and a lot of them more or less end up seeming to be aligned. Totally. I would I would say as someone who's probably much more basic than the person I've selected that it it's not always easy because I want to do basic things like wine tasting and going to brunch and as a non-basic man 
He's that's not number one on his list. Yeah, it's not on the list. <laughs> that's fair. Are those on your list? Um, the the yeah, another thing you mentioned were uh, on my list, but Eric, I, I think maybe you're not basic. Well, I don't know if that needs to be such a compliment, but I'll take it as <laughs> one. Um, I, I started, you know, assessing my relationship and my yeah. counterpart um, for life. I'm now engaged. So Shout out can, to Jessica. You know, Thanks for letting him come on this pod. Yes. Um, Cast. So, <laughs> so I started thinking, well, is she basic? And then am I, you know, and, and, and what would that mean? And I, you know, I, I started thinking about how bad would that be? Well, it's, it's really not bad to be basic if that is who you are. I'm not going to judge someone because they like, you know, soul cycle if that is what they like. True. Right? And if their if their counterpart likes um, you know, protein shakes or whatever the equivalent of that is, well then uh-huh. power to them. But it is it is the it is the feeling like you are elite that or mm-hmm. feeling that you are different or unique or special or something about you is is great mm-hmm. because you go to soul cycle. That yeah. that to me is is the problem. So um, maybe, maybe like a pro tip to our listeners, maybe you guys could, you know, as females and clearly not, you know, uh, a high percentage of basic, maybe you could give a, a tip to those listeners of how you can protect yourself from being accused of being basic. I mean, honestly, it just feels like acknowledging that you are right. Like it's more about the ownership of it. And I mean, I think that's kind of what you're saying, that, like, it's okay to have these qualities if you genuinely like them, right? Like, I'm not liking my venti americano with cold soy because it's cool. I genuinely, like, my taste buds get excited on a Saturday morning when I have that. And, like, so I think it's more about that and just embracing who you are than trying to constantly justify that it's actually something special, as you said. Like, I don't think it's special that I like bagels and that I like to wear leggings. Like, I know I am in a sea of humans that feel that way. So to summarize it, uh, awareness might be... Your, awareness, is your yeah. Is your uh, the main way of protecting yourself from being accused of being basic? Uh, Haley, would you agree with that? I don't think it's going to protect you, but it's going to, I think, um, paint you in a better light or kind of give you some level of respect. And, or drop your percentage. Right, because sure. everyone is a percentage. You have to be a bitch. So right. it's dropping exactly. your, your basicness down. Yeah. Dropping your basicness down and increasing your level of dope are bad. Certainly. Yeah. I think that um, <laughs> I would just, Eric, this has been very um, helpful and very enlightening, and I would just like to admit to all of the listeners that not only do I love Lauren Conrad from The Hills and Laguna Beach, but I bought the People magazine with her wedding on the cover, which I think is the most basic thing that one could do. (laughs) And just to circle back to the original definition that um, we scoffed at earlier, I think, Hannah, what I'd like you and I to do is accept that we are par. 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 You know, now that I also play golf, I will accept that term. (laughs) Oh, the sportiness comes back. Back to the sports podcast. No, I think that's fair. And I, I honestly think, too, what's so interesting about this whole phenomenon is because forever I think I've liked these things it just took putting a label on them because if you look at my Facebook interests that I put like when did Facebook start 2005 Uh, 2005 like more or less when we started college I was stoked to list my interests and I think they're still the same I've not updated them and they're things uh, like if any listeners out there have some sort of ability to 
to pull that up, I think That'd I think great. the audience would yeah. certainly love that. So but if you I have any type of way to do that, that would be fantastic. Things like, you know, like chapstick, theme parties, ragers, like all the exact same thing that I was saying. You know, like cheese and crackers. <laughs> and then you were like in all those groups too on Facebook, like flip-flops all year long or like it's Beirut not beer pong and I was like super stoked that I, get, I was I get, in these like groups. an avid contributor to that yeah, one but I felt good about it you know but like these are still I think a lot of my interest to this day like if you told me that we're having a party and it's a theme I'm in you know I don't think you need to apologize for that at no, all no especially if I can wear my leggings exactly so, well, Eric, know. thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a fantastic episode, I think. Um, should we have listeners know how to find you on social media? Do you need more followers as the talent? Oh, wow. Well, you'll actually have to speak to my agent. I, I just actually re-upped my, um, my contract with sure. SAG. <laughs> and um, so I'm contractually obligated to, to reference that. So that's going to be the best way to get a hold of me. This, unfortunately, right. is real. He gets a check for this commercial when it airs. Is it still running? Well, if it did run, I would get paid. I have insured that through. Um, sure. Um, it, it, you know, if that product turns out to not be a failure and became a success, yes, I would get paid. <laughs> um, but now that I am in the, uh, the SAG, I actually would receive a percentage of all proceeds from this from the nook no from this actually oh from this <laughs> yeah, so, oh okay so we well on that note <laughs> wow thanks. that could have been helpful information before we invited you on the podcast thank god we don't have any sponsors yet Ooh. okay well um make sure to follow us on instagram at cocktails and clarity email us at cocktails and clarity at gmail.com with any questions and i can personally attest they do uh they do respond um they do take feedback well Thank you. Uh, which is an important part when you're starting out your own podcast. Yeah. Always trying to make it better. Less basic. Absolutely. You know, I always say that the <laughs> the biggest room in my house, the, I always will reserve the biggest room in my house is room for improvement. Ooh, wow. Wow. On that note. I don't think there's anything else to say to that. Let's cue up the T-Pain <laughs> and call Thanks it a for day. Tuning in. Thank you for listening. Let me buy you a drink.